I'm Janine, and you are watching and listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and today I'm with author Pamela Gay. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Look, I'm so glad you're here, and I am so glad <laughs> you're here, by the way. How ironic. So glad we're here, yes, we little, and we're connecting. Yes. So, I'm so excited to connect with you. I, I just... I, you mentioned watch outside the box, staying resilient and what it takes. Yes, that's my other show. We're all about resilience. And I just want to tell you this little story that I, I got tired of people saying, you're so resilient because so many things happened to me. Sure. Oh, oh my God. Oh no, there's another. You're so resilient because look at you, you, you know, you know. And, and then I said to someone, I am really tired of being called resilient. I don't want to live my life. Okay, what's the next thing I have to overcome? And just, right. and and I was talking to someone sitting in New York in this cafe, an old friend, and he said, mm -mm, I would never use resilient with you. I said, what? I said, but I keep coming along. And he said, yeah, look at the one, you know. He said, no, the word is intrepid. Mm. Intrepid. I like that. And I thought I knew the word, but it, it, courage in the face of difficulty. Yes. And I, I like that. I like I really, that. I, know, I thought you would like it. So I, I just, I know you have questions for me, but I wanted to share that. With no, you. I like that. I really like that. That's a great start to the show because okay. you are, you definitely, that is definitely the word to describe you. <laughs> so talk a little bit about your book, why you would consider yourself to be intrepid. Well, Because I, I, I guess I'm really thinking about writing the, the, the book because that was courageous. I'm going to pick up that word. Okay. To do that over time. I mean, I wrote it over decades because trauma takes time, as you know, to yes. process. And so usually it seems writers might read a book in five years. It took me five years, four years, but it took me decades because I would pick it up, put it down, pick it up again. It, it took a long time for me to write about trauma because it was emotionally too raw. Mm -hmm. And people have called me brave. I'll read this book and say, you know, you, you, you just, it's very heartfelt or something like that. But it, it, it took I started writing, then I put it down and um, literally under my writing table and sometimes um, in the basement, but it, it, it's like it waited for me. Yes, and I, I kept returning to it. I'd scribble a note um, or write a, a, a little micro story within the larger story. My book is filled with, I'm, I'm a flash fiction or flash memoir writer. So you can tell that the way I've, I've arranged my narrative really. Sure. Um, so, I, I just, but after I healed, which happened later and took time, I was able to write more and go through the long process of revision. It was a very long process of revision and the writing helped me heal. I went for it. I guess a lot of people wouldn't. Even a childhood friend said, Pammy, as she called me, why, you know, why are you going there? Go on with your life and, you know, just, you know, put that back in the past and that's kind of, you know. But excuse so, me, Pamela, sometimes we have to go backwards to go forwards. You have to go back to that to move on. And if you have unanswered questions, 
you have wounds, you know, you, you have to go back in order to go forward. Yes, exactly. And, and uh, I was just, I was thinking about um, the process. Diagnosing is a, is a long, took a long time. I, I didn't even know that this trauma was stuck until it like knocked, knocked on my heart, my stomach. What is that? It just, you know, the, I'm yes. really into the body mind. I'm so glad I discovered that connection. We treat our, those two separately. Mm -hmm. And so it kept knocking in a sense. And so, and then, and then healing when I did have it, when I was diagnosed with PTSD of abandonment, that really made sense. And I went through EMDR therapy. Okay. But that was the process that was years later. Mm -hmm. And so I'm still writing this, putting it under the table, picking it up again. Um, and then the writing and the revision is a long process. I am so glad it took this long because I, I don't know if you've read the ending yet, but my memoir is different. Most memoirs are written from one point of view. We've all got a story. Sure. story. But I opened up because of this time and this process to, well, wait a minute. I, my mother must have been traumatized standing at the door. Uh, and I come to that and I bring voice to that. So as a reader, you're thinking with me, I hope, like, yes. oh, yeah. And so I, I, and I, I loved my mother and I was protective of her. But, you know, she has her own story. Look where Good she voice. came from. Yeah. You know, and then my sister, even when I first wrote this, it was as a short story called The Family Funeral. And I read it at um, a workshop in, in Key West years ago. And everyone loved my writing. And they said, we hate your sister. We hate her. Huh. And I knew something was wrong, you know, like you said, but it was true the way I cussed because I was just writing about that weekend and my sister was acting strange. But as I move it, in my book toward the end I I hear it, it's not to completely forgive her whatever that means or something. I had more understanding I didn't realize when she came into the house and acted like that see what I mean so I I think I've made some kind of a contribution about this opening up yes. like that and even about as in the Kirkus review it says of myself I even you know I I, I, I open up some gaps that's in the stories. And I love what writer Rebecca Solnit has said. There are so many stories. Really, there are so many stories. Everybody has a story. Yes. Let me just interject, Pamela. I want to mm -hmm. just let the listeners and the viewers know a little bit about the book. Um, this is Thank what you. I have on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I'm so glad you're here. Is a story mm -hmm. of a family disrupted by ramifications of a father's mental illness. The memoir opens with a riveting account of Pamela Gay's Pamela Gay at age 18, witnessing her father being bound in a straitjacket and carried out of the house on a stretcher. The trauma she experiences escalates when, after her father has had electroshock treatments at a state mental hospital. Her parents leave her in a college dorm room and move from Massachusetts to Florida without her. She feels abandoned. Both her parents have gone missing literally and figuratively. Yes, yes. Wow. It, you know, and, and it's, it's interesting to hear you say, I feel like it's okay, it took me time to write this, because as we get older, as an adult, you can put yourself in your mother's shoes, you can see things differently, because when you're younger, you, you have a different 
lens. Yes. Mm -hmm. What else would you like uh, people to know about your book? Well, I want people to know that it's um, not a misery memoir and it's not just about trauma. That's why I like to talk about stories. We all have these stories and we, we all have what John Paul Eakin called in his book, I'm, I'm looking at it, how our lives become stories, relational lives. All of us do. So it, it, it doesn't have to be about trauma in your life as you're reading the book and going toward the end. Toward the end, I think readers will think about their own, it prompts readers, I hope, to think about their own relational lives. We all have, quote, relational lives. And, and we're in a culture right now where my story rules, you know, it seems that way, like me, and be, I only want people around me like me. But really, there are so many stories. And what I find, um, what I found people who have read the book start talking about their own relationships, and especially siblings getting together. And often siblings today live in different parts of the country and so right. on. And then you, you meet up for, with the aging parents, maybe, and you have to make decisions and you have to work together. And, and I, I wrote about that weekend when my sundered family tried to come together, when my father was, had, had died at age 93, he lived mm -hmm. long. Um, and so I think the book can reach people at, in that way also. Not, oh, here's a story about trauma, isn't it? Right. A shame. This I don't, I don't want it to be just limited like that. Mm -hmm. I, I hope it opens up. And ultimately, I want to invite conversation. That's what I really want. I think a good book does that. It invites conversation. People want to talk and, and share from their own lives. Does that make sense? It sure does. And I was going to say, maybe it'll... Um invite people to share their own stories and, and to be um, kind to themselves, to take their time. You don't just have to crank out a book about something traumatic you went through. Just let it, let it grow. Let the idea grow, you know, yeah. nurture your drafts. Yes. Sometimes the first few drafts are lousy. That's okay. Then you'll get to the good stuff. It's, it takes time to process. And I call that just writing, capital J, capital W. I've taught that method to many people. Um, I, I, revision, rewriting, those are hard words. Oh, I have to do it again. That's what my students used to say. They didn't like that. And I would say, just write, because that, that's how I start everything. I just write. I don't say, this is the first draft. I'm working on this. This might not be good. Because writing will take you where you need to go. That's the beauty of it. That's... That's from Lev Vygotsky, a philosopher. Writing will take you where you need to go. So if you just write, oh, it's on, it's on page four of the scribbles. Mm -hmm. And I recommend scribbling, you know. And you get there. Yeah. And well, I, I write uh, scripts as well, screenplays. And mm -hmm. I find I that a lot that. of times yeah. I, I visualize what I'm writing, whatever mm -hmm. it is, whether it's the nonfiction or obviously the screenplays. And if you can take a walk and visualize what it is you're writing and it grabs you, it, chances are it'll grab somebody else. Visualize this. It could be called V capital V capital T. Mm -hmm. And that's just, I, I, yeah, that's, that, that's right. We need to it, just let the process go, go through, really think of it as a process and our lives are 
Right. Our living is a process. I mean, look at where we were right. and how we are. And so writing about it, um, someone said, I wonder what you think of this. I don't know if we have time. Uh, someone wrote a good Amazon review, but then said, I wanted a hundred more pages, more facts, more information. <laughs> but I like the way it's presented now. I mean, I am the right. writer. But, uh, you know, always going to hear different opinions. It's like cooking. It needs more sugar. It has too much salt. <laughs> It's everybody has an opinion, but it's really ultimately what you think your story. That's really mm -hmm. what it comes down to because everybody's going to have an opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, listen, we have to wrap up soon, but where can people find out more about you? Please go to my website at Pamela, P-A-M-E-L-A hyphen gay, G-A-Y dot com. I, I've, I've worked on the website so that you can read the opening which is a riveting opening. Yes. Uh, and then you can order there and you can also see my other work uh, and you can see the great cover. I love the cover. I took a photograph of that sign and She Writes Press has this great creative artist, an artist who then made a beautiful- um, I love the design. I put it on my show blog. I'm yeah, it's, it's a great cover. And, and you can judge a book by the cover, everybody. And these are my mother's words. Oh, really? I'm so glad like you're here. much better than the family funeral. No. no. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I started there. But my mother was so glad when I was there that weekend. That's good. And also, I want to say something else. There's humor in here. Which is good. There, there's humor. Mm -hmm. The scene, my mother wasn't acting like my mother. Oh, that's the other thing. We we can't really go home again. You know, that whole thing. You try to go home again. I wanted the mother of my childhood. And she, and she wasn't acting like my mother. When my siblings, who were much older, showed up, they had a different mother. I swear, like, where was my mother? Maybe that's I went happens. to the wrong house. Maybe that's I, what happens. <laughs> you wanted to do over. Well, uh, listen, Pamela, it's great chatting with you. And... Um, Congratulations. It's a huge milestone, you know, cranking out a book. So it's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for your work and just meeting you and reading about what you're doing. Oh, go girl. Go girl. Thank you. <laughs>